This is the day the Lord has made. Thank you for joining us in worship today. We praise God for you and however you're listening. We pray the message you receive will allow you to strengthen your relationship in Christ and build his kingdom as we seek God, shape lives, and serve the world. Let us pray. Reach across the aisles and grab somebody by the hand. But I believe that ought to be our personal prayer tonight. That God would receive our worship. That we don't just stand silently as statues in the sanctuary. But our whole life would minister. Our, everything within us would bring God an offering. God receive our worship. God receive our worship. God receive our hearts. We, in you we live and move and have our very being. God receive our worship. God receive our worship. You're already here, Father. And God, since you're already here, throw your weight around tonight. Have your way, God. In every inch and space and cranny of this site. God, just have your way now. We throw out our program. We throw out our agenda. We throw out what we want to do and we say, God, download your will. And God's your way tonight. Whose hand we hold. We can feel pressure. We can feel burdens. We can feel weight. But God, we thank you now. That even when life puts pressure on you. That there is still a bomb in Gilead. Thank you, God, for the spirit of worship. Thank you for the spirit of worshiping you, God, with liberty and with freeness. We decree, God, we we are free worshipers. Because who the Son sets free is shown the free indeed now. So whatever we came in here with, God, loose it. Whatever stress, God, loose it. Whatever burdens, God, whatever is going on, God, just have your way. Creating God's God, a clean heart and renew a right spirit within thee. And so I pray tonight, receive our worship. And our giving tonight, God, receive our worship. In our preaching tonight, God receive our in our lecturing tonight, God receive our worship. I've studied, but I need you. Prayed, Father, but I need you. Tired in body, but God, I need you. Oh, for it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Sit us down. And let the real king stand up. 
the name above every name. And the name that still turns water into wine. We thank God for John, but we don't need him tonight. We thank God for Paul and for Thaddeus. We thank God for, for Luke, but God in the name of Jesus. Receive our worship in Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't you just lift those hands and just give God praise? Come on. Come on. I, 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 come on. I, I ain't telling you what to do. You want to have your own personal relationship with God? Come on. Come on. Let's just worship. Come on. Let's just worship. Come on. Come on. Let's just worship. Come on. Receive our worship. Receive our worship. Receive our worship. Receive our worship. Come, th this ain't for church folk. This for real. Receive our worship. All of my worship. Receive our worship. All of When church get like this, when you don't know what's gonna happen next, see, see, when, when you throw program out the way and you say, God, however you want to move, just throw your weight around. I like when church get like this, cause this is what separates folk who just show up and folk who worship Him in spirit and in truth. We see our worship. We see our all of our worship. Let's, let's, come on, let's worship him. Come on, in spite of how you feel, in spite of what's going on. Come on, they that worship him, ought to worship him in spirit and in truth. When money gets funny, you ought to still worship him. When the bottom is falling out, you ought to still worship him. Crying yourself to sleep, you ought to still be able to worship God. You, you, you ought to be able. You ought to be able. You ought to be able. Listen, let's get right to the word of God tonight. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. Thank you, Revelations. They that have an ear, let them hear what the Spirit, I need some Bible readers in here, what the Spirit of God has to say to the church. While you're resting on your feet, child of God, would you do me a favor and help me give God praise for the angel and the shepherd of this house? Come on. Let's... Come on, who can do better than that? Come on. And as Dr. Little already said, we already know uh, he, he is the angel of this house, but we thank God for the fragrance of this house, First Lady Tillman, amen? Amen. 
certainly certainly to our lecturer tonight my friend my brother from another mother to dr little to all of the clergy and pat come on let's just give god praise all these great men and women of god certainly to the officers and members of the historic first african baptist church i greet you in the name and certainly to every church and ministry that is open up in the name of jesus good evening I want to go right to the word of God. I want to go right to the word of God. There's a sweet spirit in this place. There's a such sweet spirit in this place. I'm so honored tonight because uh, my mother sent me a text and had called me on last night and said, boy, I'm going to jump on that road and meet you in Savannah. Amen. My mother came all the way from Fort Valley, Georgia, and she said, just wave, mama, just wave. That's that's my mother and my aunt is here and that's Aunt Mary. That's my other mama. Uh, mama, I call her Sister Dennis. We're birthday twins. You know, all them April birthdays, our birthday's on Sunday. Amen. So I'm grateful that they thought in that robbery to hop on the road. You know, folk don't have to be nice and they ain't got to be nice to you. So when people are nice, I've learned to parse my mouth and say thank you. Amen. I want to go to a very familiar uh, text. I want to go to the book of Acts. Acts chapter 2. I don't want to just preach. I want to make sure that I help people tonight. And so if you were here last night, thank you for shouting early. Uh, tonight's word might not make you shout, but it sure does make you live better. Amen? All right, Acts chapter 2. Just want to go ahead and throw out that disclaimer real quickly. Amen. Uh, do me a favor. Go to Acts chapter 2. I want to just heist up uh, just verses 42, 43, and 44. Uh, Acts chapter 2, verses 42. 43 and 44. Now, I don't know what your custom is, but my custom at my church and is we stand for the reading of God's word. And you know why I ask folk to stand? Because we stand for everything else. We were watching the game last night between Texas Tech and University of Virginia, and when it got good, every now and again, I would pop up and stand. Amen. And so I want to make sure that well, those of you that are able to stand, now if you're not able, we're not talking to you, but if you are able in body, will you stand for the reading of God's word? has nothing to do about respect of the preacher, but it has respect of the word of God. Amen. When you got your Bible, just let me know by saying, Pastor, I got it, and I'm in Acts chapter 2. Have y'all discovered that I'm one of them talk back to me preachers? Because here's what I've discovered, First Lady Tillman, that when they don't talk back to me, they don't think I get it. Amen. My undergrad is in education, so I'm a teacher by trade. So I want to make sure that when people are not talking back to me, that means i got to ring myself around. Amen. So here's what I've discovered. If you talk back to me, we'll get out real soon. But if y'all are just sitting there looking at me, I'm looking at you. It's going to be a long night tonight. Amen. Some of y'all said amen. I heard you say amen. I just heard you say amen right there. Amen. Uh, actually, chapter 2 beginning at verse 42, 43, and 44, and I want to read out of the New Living Translation. Your Bible might be different, but this is the way my Bible reads. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, and all of the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship. Can the church say fellowship? And to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all. Can the church say all? all? And the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all, can the church say all? all? And all of the believers met together in one place and shared everything that they had. 
I want to read it one more time, brothers and sisters. And this is the way my Bible puts it in Acts chapter 2, verse 42. It says, And all of the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. There was a deep sense of awe that came over all of them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. I'm coming back to that. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything that they had. Brothers and sisters, go ahead and look at your neighbor. Put a big smile on them. Don't say nothing to them yet. Just go ahead and look at them. Just smile. Now, they ain't smiling back. It's a good time to ask the ushers to throw your hand up and say, I need to go ahead and move my seat. Okay, no sense if you sit beside somebody that's going to be mean and nasty in the next 25 minutes. Listen, if you don't know who they are, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is. If you're single tonight, might be your night. You never know. But brothers and sisters, do me a favor. Look at them and say, neighbor, neighbor, the preacher needs all your prayers. All of your amens. All your amens. Tonight's sermon subject. Tonight's sermon subject. When the church, when the church goes, all goes all in. Find you one more neighbor. Smile at him and says, neighbor, neighbor. The preacher's gonna preach about when the church goes all in. Come on and give God praise as you take your seats. When, when the church goes all in. Let's say it one more time. When the church goes all in. My brothers and sisters, even though Dr. Little read that I now make home in the Midwestern city of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Brothers and sisters, I am a Georgia boy, just like the sausages found in your local Kroger. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, I'll never forget it growing up in my home church, Zelda's Chapel Firstborn Church of the Living God, located on 1220 State University Drive in Fort Valley, Georgia, right across the street, Sam, from the Fort Valley University in the Fort Valley, Georgia. We got some wildcats in here, and we ain't gonna hold that against you. Brothers and sisters, I'll never forget it. Growing up in my church, Dr. Little, Pastor Osborne, we used to have what we would call good old-fashioned devotion service. I know we don't got real too contemporary and too new school for devotional service, but I'll never forget it growing up in my church. Uh, I used to love devotional service. It used to go something like this. All of the deacons would get in front of the church and they would spread in front of the sanctuary. I like it because one deacon would read a scripture, one deacon would pray, and the other deacon would lead a song. One scripture would read, a, one person would read a scripture, the other one would sing a song, and the other one would pray. Child it would get so good the mother started rocking you start seeing them canes moving the deacons would say put your weight on it doc the, de the deacons would pray so long we forgot what he was praying about <laughs> and I used to love the singing part and he would always begin to go to prayer just like this he would say father it's me O oh Lord standing in the need of prayer we come knee bent and body bound. Father, we want to thank you that our last night was not our last night. We want to thank you that the four corner walls of our bedroom were not the four corner walls of our grave. We want to thank you, Heavenly Father, that the bed we laid in was not our cooling board. We want to thank you, Heavenly Father, that you touched early this morning with a finger of love. We want to thank you, Heavenly Father, that you made our moments roll on a little bit longer. I, I like that kind of church, brothers and sisters. 
I like it because it was a time when the church was all on the same page and all on the same accord. And listen, brothers and sisters, I, I, know, we, I know I used to hear folks saying growing up that we are living in our last and evil days. But I want to push that thing a little bit further, that we are not only living in our last and evil days, but we are living in a world and a time of disunity and uncertainty. We are living in a time, brothers and sisters, where people are fake as $3 bills, funny as money, and funny acting from time to time. And yes, I'm talking about even in God's church. You do know that church folk can be fake, funny, and fictitious. You do know that folk fake that church folk will smile in your face all while trying to take your place. But y'all know more than hymns tonight. Church folk can be a trip and a vacation. And while I will admit, brothers and sisters, that church people will get on your last move, I will admit, brothers and sisters, that even though the church got its share of dirt and problems and predicaments, I'd rather be in a dirty place from time to time where I know the master is going to come back to be in a place where the master ain't showing up, brothers and sisters. The church is a hospital, which means it's got people in the church who is sick. Uh-oh, y'all know this. Let me come back and get you. The church is a hospital, which means it's filled with sick people. Do me a favor. Tap your neighbor, smile. I'm saying, you're just as sick as you want to be. Wait a minute, that's the wrong neighbor that got an attitude. Tap them real good and say, you're just as sick as you want to be. The church got some people that is sick, brothers and sisters. Listen, everybody in the church has not always been saved, and everybody in the church still, they in the church, but they ain't in Christ. You do know people who know scriptures, but they can't speak to nobody. We know people that know, who serve me to him, learn out of him, but can't show love. I question your salvation and your walk with God, brothers and sisters. If you know all of the hymns and all of the stanzas, your charge to keep our have. But miss that one verse where it says, God says, love one another. Ooh, how long is this thing going? Text says, church is a hospital filled with sick people. And I know somebody's saying, but Pastor when are you going to get to the Bible? I'm glad you asked that question because I'm in Acts chapter 2 beginning at verse 44, verse 42 to 44. And the Bible says, Dr. Gary, that the believers, they knew how to be all in and on one accord. The Bible says that the early believers, they knew that in order for God to shine on them, they had to be on one accord, on same devotion and same commission if they were going to see signs, miracles and wonders. They recognized that if they can have to do nothing, then they wouldn't do nothing at all. See, I like Acts chapter 2 verse 42 through 44 because it shows us what can happen when the church gets all in. It shows us the kind of church that every church ought to model itself after. And brothers and sisters, I want to let you know that in Acts chapter 2 is a resume. My grandmama would say, baby, it's a resume of what it looks like for the church to be all in. Brothers and sisters, the first thing that the text is tailored to teach us uh, is that when the church goes all in, it's because they have devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. I'm glad y'all are quiet because it means you are thinking. Uh, the Bible says in verse 42, the A clause, uh, that they were devoted to the apostles' teaching, uh, which means that they understood uh, the importance of the word of God. Hello, is this thing on? They were devoted to the apostles' teaching, uh, which means they understood the 
importance of the word of God. Pastor, why are you keep saying the importance of the word of God? I'm saying that because the only thing that can make the devil back up off you is the word of God. The devil is not impressed that you go to church every Sunday. The devil is not scared by the fact that you got a title. The devil is not scared that you got a badge. You know what scares the living mess out of the devil is that you got a word from God. You can always tell people and I say anybody here that says pastor I am church but I got a word that I've hid down in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And, and, and when you understand the value of the word of God you don't let nobody get in the way of you hearing the word of God. Talk, Ellis, I'm going to preach anyhow. When you understand the value of God's word, you don't let anything or anybody block you from receiving God's word. You do know, brothers and sisters, that people come to church for the wrong reasons. They go to Bible study for the wrong reasons. Go to choir rehearsal for the wrong reasons. They, I, but listen, when I come in church after a long week after the devil has been bothering me from Monday through Saturday, I am not coming to get in any clicks. I ain't coming to make friends. I ain't coming to make you happy. I came to get a word from the Lord. I, I, I didn't show up because I was on the preach tonight. I came because I wanted to hear a word from God. Church is not a place where you come and get the latest gossip or see what clothes folk got on. I came to hear a word of God. I didn't come to speak to you. I came so that God can put a word in my heart that's going to help me deal with a real devil and a real enemy outside of here. Text says they were devoted to the apostles' teaching. Yeah. You can always tell folk who are devoted to the apostles' teaching because whenever you mention the word of God, they can say stuff like amen yes, and quote the scripture. But there are some people who know policy over the word of God. Come on, I, I don't been here too many times. Come on, that's all right. All right. Because when you know the word of God, you know there is nothing that has been created that's going to trump the word of God. Is there anybody here that says, Pastor, I know some like the word. See, when you know the word of God, you can pull out an app and pull out a word and say, the Lord, he is my shepherd. I, sh I got some people in here that know the word. When you know the word of God, you can go to Psalm 46 and say, be still and know that I, see, some folk don't know the word. When you know the word of God, you can say, and we know that all things are working together for the good of those who love God and called according to his purpose. If the church is going to serve the present age, we got to be devoted to the word of God. Not the latest gossip, not the fashion show, not who don't like you, not who ain't your cup of tea. Here's what I've discovered. It's not up to me to try to defend every rumor and every thing that you don't like about me. In fact, what you think of me ain't none of my business. I'll be back here tomorrow night. When the church goes all in, they are devoted to the word of God. But the second thing I see here, Dr. Tillman, is that when the church is all in, here it is, uh, they are devoted to fellowship. Can the church say fellowship? fellowship. Say it one more time. The, the Bible says in 
verse 42 be closed it says and they broke bread and prayed and eat others homes because they were committed to building relationships outside of Sunday morning okay they, 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 they broke bread and they sat with one another to hear each other's stories and struggles because they were committed to building relationships outside of church which means that they understood the value of not trying to make it through life all by myself Lord deliver me from the Christian that says long as I got King Jesus I don't need nobody the devil is a liar you might not need them but you're going to need somebody in this thing called life uh, you will need somebody on days you ain't got enough strength to press your way. You, you're going to need somebody that's going to be able to sit in the grass like they did in Job chapter 3. See, here's, here's how you know, and here's what I've discovered about the church, the body of Christ. We got more pallbearers than armor bearers in the church. We got people that will kill you. The church has committed more murders than any person on death row. We got more pallbearers and armor bearers. And a pallbearer is someone that will kill you and say that you died of natural causes. Show up to your funeral and say, I don't know why they died like that. But when you got an armor bearer, that's somebody that can see tears rolling down your eyes. And say, it ain't my business to get in your business. But I'm going to touch and agree and pray with you. Because last time I read my Bible says that when two or three are touching and agreeing, that Jesus would be in the midst of them. Verse 42 says, they met with one another and they went from house to house because they understood that if the church is going to serve the present age, we cannot serve it independent and on our own. The church cannot operate on an island. The church has become a part of the community and not just the community in which the church is located in, but you've got to be able to go into the highways and byways and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and compel them to come. Real ministry happens when the benediction is done. That, 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 my, my greatest sermons don't happen behind the pulpit. It happens when I'm in Kroger in public. It, it happens when I'm walking my door. It happens when I leave church. And if the church is going to become all in, we got to understand what fellowship is. If you can sit through church for two hours and not speak to nobody else but Jesus, something wrong. If when there's time to preach in fellowship, if you sit there and like you've been sucking on limits and no hold nobody else in church, something is wrong. I'm done, y'all. But there's one more thing I want to put in your cereal bowl before we get up out of here tonight. The church is going to come in. You got to devote yourself to the word of God. If the church is going to become all in, you got to understand the power and the value of fellowship. But lastly, brothers and sisters, if the church is going to become all in, here it is, number three, you got to devote yourself to walking in unity. Can the church say unity? The Bible says, brothers and sisters, in our last verse, verse 44, Deacon Michael Parker, the Bible says that all of those who believed in God were together 
and have things in common. Sisters, what it really means is means that they understood the power of walking in unity of demonstrating what it means to not fight against each other but walk together in love okay you do understand what walking in unity means don't you walking in unity don't mean that we always agree okay walking in unity don't mean that we always land on the same page walking in unity means that we don't lose sight of the bigger picture and we keep the main thing the main thing that, that, that's what unity is. If you're going to be all in, if not just this church, but every church that's in here is going to change the scope of the city of Savannah and this community, you got to learn how to believe the vision of the house and the one who operates. We have a saying that I say at my church and I tell them this and I really mean this not to be mean, not to be uh, arrogant, I really mean I said this church might not be the church for you. If you only love folk that you like, New Direction is not your cup of church. If you only speak to your friends and folk in your clique, this is not the church for you. If you can only give to missions and things that benefit you and make you feel good about yourself, this is not your church. I tell my brothers, brothers, if you can only give to your fraternity and ladies, your sororities, but can't give to the community of a young mother who's got to raise three kids, but this problem ain't your church. If you got a problem with walking in their neighborhood, leaving your suburban home, driving in your Mercedes and see a person who's walking and that don't bother you? This probably ain't the church for you. Because this church understands the power of walking in unity. This church understands that it ain't about new direction. It's about people that get the message that when all God's children I didn't mean to go here. Get, get, get together. Oh, what a time it'll be. I like it because y'all, y'all looking real attentive. You get, I like it, but can I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I bid you good night with this. And verse 44 through 47, I didn't have you read it, but read it in your quiet time. The Bible says that when they all got together, not only did God move? But when they all got on the same page, they saw God perform signs, miracles, and wonders. Dr. Little, I didn't mean to go here, but I ain't got one of them buttons to say shout. But I've learned how to get excited about the word of God. It amazes me how people sit on substance but shout on foolishness. But my Bible, I promise you, it's in there. Unless you ripped it out your doggone self. Because verse 44 to 47 tells us that when they all got together, y'all gonna have to excuse me in here. My, my Fort Valerie's coming out. They, 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 only, they didn't just see God move. They, they saw God do some signs, 
some miracles and some wonders. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. Come on, look at him and say, neighbor. What would happen if we all got on the same page? Come on, look at him and say, neighbor. What would happen if it wasn't about your program and it wasn't about my program, but we all got together? Y'all gonna have to excuse my coastal roots coming out and got on the same page. I gotta get on out of here, Dr. Gary. But my Bible says that when they all got together, they all got on the same doggone page. It didn't matter if they were Baptist in faith. It didn't matter if they were Methodist in faith. It didn't matter if they came from the right neighborhood. It didn't matter if they were driving a Lexus or Mercedes or they had their own two feet. But I like it, brothers and sisters, that when they all got on the same page, they weren't worried about who was going to preach on Sunday. They weren't worried about if pastor was in the pulpit. They weren't worried about if I had on the black suit or if I had on the blue suit. They weren't worried about who was going to sing in the choir. They weren't worried about if they were going to have robes or if they were going to march from the back. They weren't worried about who was going to pray that night. The Bible says all they wanted to do Come on, let's go home. Is give God the glory. I like that, brothers and sisters, because Gary was singing a song that says, Lord, you deserve our worship. Lord, you deserve our praise. Do I have anybody in here that said, God's been good to me. God has smiled on me. Y'all would have to excuse me now. I'm done preaching in here. Can I just testify on God? I've seen God do some signs. I've seen God do some miracles. I've seen God do some wonders. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, Ellis ain't the only one that's seen some signs. That's seen some miracles. That's seen some wonders. Say, neighbor, please don't judge me. But you don't know like I know what the Lord has done in my life. Say, neighbor, I am a living testimony. Neighbor, I am a living miracle. Do I have anybody in here that's going to go ahead and give God glory? Do me a favor, brothers and sisters. Throw your head back and give God glory. Now, wait a minute, brothers and sisters. Everybody can't give God glory. If you're sitting there and gave him nothing, I ain't talking to you, but the Bible says, let everything that have breath, praise you the Lord, is there anybody in here that's going to give God praise, I got more Bible, because the Bible says, that let everything that is worthy, let everything that have breath, praise you the Lord, but I'm reminded, brothers, of a story that happened at seven years old. We had one of the church mothers, Mother Eleanor Walker. She's going on to be with Jesus. But I'll never forget the first lady till we used to have good old-fashioned service. And on that Sunday morning, deacons had got in their seats. Pastor was getting ready to take his text. Mother Walker began 
walking. She said, excuse me, bro, preacher. I don't mean no disrespect. I want to testify. She said, first giving honor to God who's ahead of my life to the pastor of this church, to all of the deacons. I want to testify that Jesus is able. They will all say it, hallelujah. She said, y'all be quiet. I'm the one with the mic. She says, you're looking at me. I should have been dead. About three o'clock this morning, somebody broke into my house. I was sleeping in my bed. I heard a loud boom at the door. I jumped in, put on my house coat, put in my slippers. There was a man dressed in all black in my living room. He had the TV, trying to displug the VCR. I said, young man, get out of my house. He said, old lady, get back in your room. And I'm not going to blow your brains out. She said, baby, did you hear what I said? Get out of my house. That VCR, I bought that. That TV, I bought that. Those lights in this house, I bought that. He said, old lady, I told you the first time. But since you think I'm playing, pull out a 357. Pull the trigger. Put it to a dome and say only to get on your knees. And the old lady said, I don't think he know what he wanna do. She began to get on her knees. She was saying in the name of Jesus, get this fool at my house. In the name of Jesus, your Bible said, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. She said it got real quiet. She got up off her knees, began looking around the house. TV was on that side. This year I was on that side. She began to say, where did he go? She went to the front door. Peace County Police Department had had a young man in the back of the police department. Mother Walker ran to the car and said, doctor, sir, ain't somebody broke into my house. He said, ma'am, is this this young man? Yeah, baby, how did you catch him? I didn't call 911. She said, that's the crazy thing. I was patrolling in your neighborhood. I saw a man dressed in all black running out of house. And when I asked him what happened, he said, all I can tell you is Jesus got me out that house. Is there anybody that's in this place at the name of Jesus? Demons tremble. Y'all know him, don't you? His name is Jesus. My bright and morning star. Jesus, my friend. And I heard the deacon say, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege. What a privilege. What a privilege. What a privilege it is to carry everything to God and Remain connected to us as we build God's kingdom together. Join us on Facebook at the historic First African Baptist Church and our website, firstafricanbc.com. 
You may also contribute through an app called Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. May God bless you and thank you for worshiping with us.